Hey everybody, this is John. I appreciate you coming by my podcast today. It's a beautiful Monday. And uh, I just want to ask you, the listener, a few questions now. If you don't mind, I would like to know how similar is your church that you go to on Sunday? How similar is your church or denomination to the early Christian church? Is the way that you have church on Sunday, is the way you worship, or your beliefs, are they very similar to the early church, or are they completely different from the early church, or maybe you're completely clueless and don't know. How would we know how the early church believed and had church? Well, it's kind of hard to look just in our Holy Bible because a lot of people are not aware of the fact that the New Testament itself was not begun to be written by the apostles for about 10 years after the Christian church was born. You know, Jesus came and spent 33 years on this earth, the last three years, putting together his church. He never wrote a book, but he went all over Israel and preached the gospel and uh, had his apostles and had other disciples. And, you know, he, as we're told, he died for our sins on the cross. He was buried. And on the third day, he arose again. Then he came and appeared for 40 days to his apostles and to other people, and then on um, when he after he left, he said, "Hang around Jerusalem, and that I'll send you the Holy Spirit," which he did on the day of Pentecost. And the disciples were up in the upper room, and the Holy Spirit came, and they were filled with the Holy Ghost. And from there, the church went all the way from AD thirty-three all the way to here. She is still rolling, two thousand and twenty-two. But the Bible itself that we have today did not really come together till about 382. The apostles did not even finish writing down their memoirs, as they were called, the Gospels. And then you had the Apostle Paul and Luke and some others wrote, and all their writings were not complete. I think the Apostle John's the book of Revelation, also known as the Apocalypse. I don't think it was done till uh, about 90 years after Jesus had ascended. So it took almost, you know, you're talking the church, the whole church went without a New Testament from the time Jesus left until it wasn't even finished being written until like 90 A.D., and then after that, you know, it's not like you could go down to the Walmart and pick up a King James Bible. Heck, the King James Bible didn't show up until 1611. And your King James Bible today is missing over 3,000 scriptures that was in that original Bible. So the church decided the books of the Bible in a series of councils and in 382, the uh, church, a fellow translated the 
Old Testament from Hebrew, the New Testament from Greek, into Latin, so the Catholic Church, or the ones that put the Holy Bible together, then uh, many, many generations, centuries even later, when uh, King James was the head of the Protestant Church of England, he wanted a Bible that fit the way they believed. So if you've got the King James Version, then you've got the Bible that Church of England needed for their new religion. And a lot of the Bibles today in different denominations were um, taken from the King James. So we might have to look in other sources to find out exactly what the first Christians believed, the early church. There are many, many, many writings that the apostles had their disciples. Their disciples wrote extensively about their faith and practices. If you'd like to read these, you can find them online. Uh, just as easy as you found me at Catholic for Rednecks, you just simply go to your Google, to your iPhone, your laptop, and you type in early church fathers or early church writings and hit enter. And you'll be introduced to volumes and volumes of early church records, writings, documents. And you can spend the rest of your life reading them or you can just read the highlights. But it's very evident that the early church, right off the bat, formed a hierarchy. They had um, pastors and elders, and the most senior among them were bishops. We know that the apostles themselves became known as bishops. They spread out, started churches. We know that the apostle Peter and the apostle Paul wound up at a big old church in Rome for two different reasons. But the church of Rome was there. We know that the Apostle John had a big old church. We have people that were at those churches that were doing a bunch of writing. We know that we had a hierarchy in the early church. And we know they were called bishops. So that's one of the questions I want to ask you now. In your church or denomination, your Christian fellowship, who is your bishop? Because the early church had bishops. They had elders called bishops. We know from these writings, and I could give you some writings if you go to Justin Martyr. He wrote about how they worshipped on the Lord's Day. You can look up the Didache, D-I-D-A-C-H-A-E, I believe, and it's kind of like the kind of like the first standard operating procedure, kind of like a, a manual of the early church. You can also look up the Apostles' Creed. You can look up the Nicene Creed, and you can read and get a good idea of how the first Christians, the early church, how they had church, what they believed. And then you compare it to your church. If you're at First Baptist, or yet the Presbyterian Church, the Lutheran Church, the Mormon Church, maybe you're a Jehovah's Witness, maybe you're Assembly of God, uh, Church of Christ. You just read through these early church documents. You read 
after Justin Mortar and Augustine, Ignatius, Polycarp, and you just read and see how your church measures up against those churches. And we know right off the bat from reading the early, early church writings that the big main event of Sunday worship was taking communion. We know that the early church believed that the bread and wine became the literal, physical body of Jesus Christ. We later read that in John chapter 6. If you'll get your Bible out, read John chapter 6. Jesus plainly says that uh, we have to have his flesh and body, that we have to eat it to have eternal life. And that was a hard saying. Many people got upset when he said that. We read at the uh, at the end of Matthew, Mark, and Luke, how when Jesus spent the Passover with his apostles, that he picked up the bread and said, this is my body, eat it. And he picked up the wine and said, this is my blood of the new covenant, drink it. And we know that the apostle Paul echoed these same words. And we know all through early church writing that the early church, to the point of being executed, they would die proclaiming that the communion, the bread, and the wine were Jesus. They believed in communion. That was a big deal. We also know from these writings that they would do confession, that they would confess their sins. At first, they would confess her sins publicly. Can you imagine uh, getting backslid and doing something really wrong and embarrassing and shameful and sorrowful, humiliating, having to get up in front of your whole church and tell everybody what you did? Well, that's the way they did it. Thank God we don't have to do that anymore. But I have heard of some people doing that (laughs) during testimony time. We always called it bragamony time. People getting up there and talking about how big and bad they were. What a good time they had. So we know the early church had confession. We know they believed in the Eucharist, that the communion was a body of Christ. We know they met on the Lord's Day. Unlike the Jews that met on the Sabbath or Saturday, we know the early church met on the Lord's Day. We know they read from the memoirs of the apostles, the gospels, as they became to be known. Um, We know they had this confession. We know they had priests. We know they had bishops. We know they had this hierarchy. We know that they believed in the Trinity, the Father, Son, and the Holy Spirit. We know from the writings of these early Christians that they believed that you had to be baptized with water in order to become a Christian, you had to be baptized. There's no question about it. It was a requirement. So these are some of the things that the early church believed. They believed in the Trinity, the Father, Son, the Holy Spirit. They believed that your way into a relationship with Christ was to be baptized. We know they believed that you had to take communion that communion was the Eucharist. 
That's what they called it. They actually called communion the Eucharist. Um, we know that the church met on the Lord's Day. We know from early church writings that they used incense. We know that they would do a public confession. We know they read the scriptures. We read descriptions. We know that there were priests that wore certain things. They were separate from the recognizable from everyone else. So let me ask you this. Does the church denomination that you go to every Sunday, do you believe that the bread and wine are the body of Christ? Because if your church does not believe that, then your church believes differently from the early church. Does your church have a bishop? If not, then your church is not set up as the early church. Does your church practice these things that the early church did? Confession, communion, having hierarchy, singing the Psalms, reading the Gospels. Does your church do these things every Sunday? We know that the early church, they would do a sign of the cross on their foreheads, some of them on their tongue even. And they wouldn't pray or eat or go to sleep without doing the sign of the cross. We know that the early church used holy water. We know from the scripture that in the Old Testament, things were sprinkled with water. We know that handkerchiefs were taken from the apostle Paul to the sick and there were miracles. We know that there was anointing for healing and the forgiveness of sins. We know that from James chapter 5, verse 14 and 15. We know from the Gospels that Jesus gave those apostles the authority to forgive sins. That's John 20, 23. Um, these things were things that the early church believed. They preached about them. They wrote about them. They practice. So you've got to ask yourself, does my church that I go to on Sunday, do we believe and practice these things? Do we baptize in water for salvation? Do we take communion knowing that it's the body of Christ? Do we confess our sins? Do we do these things? If not, why not? The Bible teaches all of these things. The early church did all of these things. There's volumes and volumes of early church writings that talk about these things. The early church would pray to the saints. Did you know that? They would write out their prayers and take them to the tombs of the apostles and other saints. The early church would say prayers to the Virgin Mary. Does your church do that? The early church did. You can go to the catacombs and the ancient places in the Holy Land and see all the evidence. You can see the oldest churches they have excavated in the Holy Land and in Europe containing icons and such. 
All of these things are things that early Christians believed and died for. They would rather die than to renounce any of these things. So you got to ask yourself, does my church that I go to every Sunday, do we do the same things that the early church did? Do we believe the same things that the early church believed? Do we practice the same things that the early church did? If not, what happened? Go back to my question at the beginning of the podcast. How similar is your church you go to to this early church? Is it very similar? Is it completely different? Or did you even know? And we'll see you Thursday. Have a good week. I'm praying for you.